You're listening to the FUVFC Podcast on WFUVSports.org. FUVFC, final episode of the 2018 year. And you know we're going to talk. We're coming up on summertime, and you know that means the 2018 World Cup is right around the corner. John Furlong, Jackson Heil, Christian Hoban here on the final episode for in, of 2018 for FUVFC. Boys, how are you? Can't complain. I mean, World Cup is right around the corner, as you just mentioned. Best time of the year. I mean, 2014 was such an incredible World Cup to watch. Just there's so many different storylines with USA coming out of the group stage and almost making it into the top B. You have the James Rodriguez stories. Hoping that we could get at least a shell of that in the 2018 World Cup. Christian? Yeah, the 2014 World Cup was a lot of fun um, with the 7-1 and all the crazy yep. stuff that happened. And, uh, yeah, I mean, 2018... Should be hopefully just as fun. I mean, even though the United States and Italy and a few other big squads who are normally in it aren't, um, hopefully it's still a lot of fun. I think it will be. It's going to be different. I'll say that. It's also going to be different watching it on Fox. Fox has the rights now as opposed to ESPN, which obviously I watched. I I grew up watching it on ESPN. So it's going to be a little different watching it on Fox. But I think they'll do a solid job. I was less confident er earlier this year, but I think they've kind of come into themselves and maybe the past, the Champions League knockout stages, they've done a very good job. I'm not going to lie. Their production has stepped up. Their commentary has stepped up. So I'm going to, I'm cautiously optimistic with, with Fox broadcasting this World Cup, but it will be different. As we mentioned, no USA, no Netherlands, no Italy. That's going to take up, that's three, three big, big teams. I mean, Netherlands and Italy, two of the big teams in Europe, USA, obviously. Chile taking, as well. Ch- oh, Chile as well. Yeah, that the Copa America, reigning Copa America champions. Mm-hmm. They're not in it as well. So it's gonna it's a very interesting World Cup. There's still a lot of very intriguing storylines. There's obviously Brazil, there's obviously France, there's obviously all these other big teams, Germany, the defending champions. But yeah, let's just let's hop into it here. We've got our World Cup preview twenty eighteen. I'm gonna start with this this question for you guys. Who is going to be the surprise team of the tournament? And it, just to plug ourselves, we've got a bit of a, a whole write-up article coming up with all of our picks from the staff, not just Jackson and Christian. We're going to have picks from the entire staff. That article will be out, I believe, around the same time that this episode comes out. So we'll get into this first. We'll start with you, Christian. Who is going to be the surprise team of this tournament, and why do you think? Uh, I have England as the surprise team of the tournament, and I know um, they have a very talented roster, and a lot of people are picking them to make it through to the group stage, so that make it through to the round of 16, so that's not surprising. Um, but I think that they are much better than people think they are. I think uh, I like the way they're constructed. I like Gareth South. Gareth Southgate, if I could even say his name. <laughs> um, I the one thing that that I like about England. Um, that a lot of national teams don't have is they're going to have five guys in their starting 11 who have played together for years at Tottenham. If you count Kyle Walker, even though he's been at Manchester city this year, he was at Tottenham for eight years or something like that. So they've got five guys in their starting 11 who are teammates, which is something that not a lot of teams have. Spain have a lot of teammates in Germany uh, at, at Munich, but not a lot of other teams have that kind of cohesion. Um, and I, I like Southgate. I know there was a skepticism when he was uh, first uh, hired, for their job, but I I would take England as my surprise team to do better than people think they are because people always expect the worst of them and always expect disappointment. Well, to play devil's advocate, they really haven't done anything to reinforce people's belief. Yeah. I mean, the disastrous exit in the last major competition to to Iceland kind of summarizes that, and also to play devil's advocate, I mean, 
Oh, there were a lot of Spurs players on that last England team in 2016, and that team really, really underwhelmed. The only win they got was against Wales. I mean, they really, they really underachieved in that European, in that European. I, I don't even know European Championship. Is which, it? I was going to call it the European Cup. That's which wrong. is why them performing well would be a surprise. Okay, that is, okay. and I think that's that they're going to perform well. So that's my surprise team. That's fair, Jackson. Over to you. You're not going to pick England, too, are you? No, it's actually going to be the opposite. Before I get to that. Is it funny that I'm not surprised that you chose the team with five Tottenham guys in their starting lineup? That, that was true. going to be the surprise. Well, hold on. Four <laughs> Tottenham guys in the starting lineup. Kyle Walker no longer Tottenham, but oh, he played man. with them for a while. Fair enough. But anyways, I'm actually going to the team that's going to beat them as my surprise. And I don't know how much of a surprise it actually is, but I'm going to take Columbia. The surprise is in the 2014 World Cup. And I feel like they're kind of afterthoughts at this point with, hey, they made a nice run in 2014. One of, one of the surprises. Exactly. I mean, Co- Costa Rica was probably the biggest surprise yes, of that and, tournament, but C- Colombia yes, as well. And well, also Costa Rica got a pretty fair draw going yes. against Greece in the yes. round of 16. But regardless, you look at their group, I mean, Poland, Japan, and Senegal, not exactly the toughest of competition. I think they're going to win that group pretty handily. And then they would play, I have them playing England in the second round, which would be because I don't think yeah, they, they're they, going to top they play Belgium. Whoever, whoever they're going to they're going to second, second out of the group with Belgium and England and Panama and Tunisia aren't going to give them much of a thought. But regardless of that, I I, I love their pace up front with obviously of Hamas Quadrado and then I think Falcao kind of listen he's kind of a wild card and year to year you don't really know what you're going to get out of him. But if he can be, I'm not going to say a world class striker because he's not. He can be halfway decent. Keep in mind, Falcao was missing from the last World Cup, and everybody was thinking that Colombia was done because Mm -hmm. they didn't have him. But they ended up. What did they end up doing? They went up to went to the round of eight. Think about you add him to that lineup. I mean, there, there. That's that's dangerous for England, especially the one thing that I've had I have problems with England because obviously they have so much pace up front. You have Harry Kane on top of everything. Defensively, they don't not much back there that inspires me all that much, especially at center back where. I'm not even honestly sure who's going to be playing there at that point. But I, I think Colombia's going to have enough pace and stuff to get by England and go into the round of eight. I don't think they have enough to beat a Germany, who they'd likely face in the round of eight at that point. But I think that's a team that will could surprise people and end up in the final eight. So we will go group by group in just a little bit. I wanted to get kind of an overarching kind of thing before we did dive into group by group. And we won't go very in-depth to each group, so that's why I want to kind of get in-depth in-depth analysis first. My surprise team, I'm going with Senegal on this one. I'm, you mentioned them before. They're from Colombia's group. I'm going with Senegal. They've got Sadio Mane, one of the best players in the world, and he's the, the key for me is with Sadio Mane is he hasn't had to shoulder the load at Liverpool this year. He's going to be not only mentally fresh, but he's going to be physically fresh coming into this World Cup. And I know this might... I like Egypt, and what I'm going to say about Egypt later on in the show is going to kind of compre- contradict what I'm saying about about Senegal. But Senegal, I think there always seems to be one African team who really excels and goes and kind of really surprises everybody. It was Ghana in 2010, and I think Senegal's that team this year. I really think I have them going up against England just the way the bracket works. I have them going up against England around a 16. I don't have them winning that right now. I could easily see that being a 2-1 win for Senegal. Something crazy like what happened with Iceland and England in the last in the last year Euros. I'm I'm really high on this Senegal team and looking at this at the way the groups are 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 matched up, it it's not really conducive for a big upset. The groups are very fairly balanced throughout them. So I, I, I'm thinking that's kind of why I'm not surprised that you went with a team like England and you went with a, a big teams that thinking rather than saying, oh, here's my like Cinderella story rather than going with a team. Okay, here's a team that might go to the final four 
when people don't might not expect them to. Well, well, if we're going on surprise to get out of the group, I think my biggest surprise. Yeah, to let's get go. Out let's group, go with that. Yeah, uh, would be South Korea. Okay. Um, I, I I do not have them getting out of the group. Yeah, I I don't think that a lot of people probably will. Um, but I was looking at South Korea, Mexico, and Sweden, and I think that they're. Uh, I mean, obviously Germany's gonna gonna walk away with that group. Um, but when trying to figure out who's gonna finish second, I look at those th- three squads, and none of them are particularly impressive to me. So when look, looking across those three squads, it's the same thing I did for Group H, figuring out who's going to finish second. I looked at who had the best player, who had the most dynamic, game-changing player of those three squads, and between Sweden, Mexico, and South Korea, it's South Korea with Son. Um, Another time. Uh, well, I think he's, he's, he's going to choose the Tottenham player, of course. <laughs> well, is can you name no, me a player on Mexico I mean, or Sweden that's no, more dynamic is, than Son? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say dynamic, but obviously you have Mexico with Chicharito. He has the big name Jackson, and the best striker. Jackson, but, who's a su- kind of surprised him getting out of the group? Well, I mean, honestly, I have Costa Rica getting out of the group stage again okay. in group, what is it, group E, e. against. So, yeah, Brazil. They, obviously, Switzerland would be a big challenger there. But I, I, like think, I think Costa Rica, because they have the goaltending and Keylor Navas, I think they'll, they will be good enough to squeak out of the group stage and maybe possibly Navas can steal them a few games. That's my one team that I think can get out. But like you said, otherwise, I don't see many surprise matchups, so to speak, that Listen, there are two teams really in each group that, withstanding a few of the groups, as I just mentioned, that for the most part, it's pretty, the the bracket's going to write itself at this point because there's two teams in each group that are pretty much going to get past the group stage without really much contestant at that point. I, I, I like uh, Group D. I think Group D is pretty interesting. Between, I do. I uh, agree Croatia, as well. Nigeria, and Iceland are all pretty decent teams, and I could see any of them going and, through. And don't, don't completely pen- sharpie in Argentina. I know that... I'm, I'm sharpening them in. You're sharpening them? They've got the okay, best player who's fair ever enough, played. But that's a very interesting group. I'm not going to... I'm not it's, penciling yeah, it in is Argentina. An interesting group. Crazier things have happened. I'll say that. All right, let's move on. Let's let's talk about our most disappointing team. So who do we think is going to really disappoint in this tournament? We're going from surprise team to disappointing team. We'll start with... Who did we start with last time? we start with you, Christian. We'll go with you, Jackson, this uh, time. All right, see, again, not exactly sure how much of a surprise disappointment this would be, but I don't have Spain going to the Final Four, which is, again, it's not too much of a surprise given... Okay. Again, they, they have lost a lot since they won when they won three major titles in a row, but... Again, they're still really talented. They have Costa up top, who's been in great form with Atletico. They have the best goalkeeper in the world in Tejea in the back. But again, I I still think that, listen, I think Egypt can give them trouble in the round of 16 because of one, they have... They have That's the a matchup they I have, have too. One or, they have one of the better players in the world in Salah at this point. And just because I just don't think they have... They're not fast enough, I don't think, to compete with some of these bigger teams like in Egypt, and even they might even meet Argentina... In that next round, I just I think Argentina w- could beat them pretty easily, and I, I just don't think, even with De Gea back there, I just don't think Spain is as strong as they usually are, and I don't think that they're going to get all that far. In so tournament. similar to a surprising team, you kind of like chose a big name that isn't going to yeah. do as well, as f- go as far in the knockout round as people might think. Again, that's just the what's way a, it's What's a tournament. pretty big, what's like a big-ish name that you don't have coming out of the group stage? Out of the group stage, I mean, listen, I'd have to, I'd have to look specifically into it but again i think looking at my bracket i have pretty much all the big names going okay. through at this point and okay so that's cr- not i'm not and i'm not trying to be like the homer here but i just think that listen, the tra- you're not trying to go everyone, all chalk I, I think exactly yeah. i think for the most part it is chalk for the first for the first part 
of this bracket. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a bad point. Christian, over to you. Uh, my most disappointing team of the tournament is going to be Belgium. Um, in my opinion, I in my opinion they might have the most talented roster at this World Cup, and they might have the worst manager at this World Cup. Roberto Martinez is horrible. He ruined Everton and got rewarded with Belgium. I don't know how that happened, um, but he it, it's an incredibly talented roster. They should be, they should walk to the to the semifinals and have a real shot at winning the whole thing. But I don't think they make it past the quarterfinals. I think it, it's. They're, from top to bottom, their roster is incredible, and I think that they're just going to blow it because I do not trust Roberto Martinez at all. I'm 100% with you, Christian. I th- we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I'm one. I'm very, very low on Roberto Martinez. It was very weird for him to fail so drastically. He was awful as Everton manager in his final season. He got rewarded with a major national team job. That's I was stunned by that. And not only that, Belgium has a history of massively underachieving in these tournaments. Roberto Martinez is not going to help yeah. that. He's not the manager that's going to fix that. I mean, look at, they pretty much, they were gifted a pretty much a Final Four run by the Euro Gods in 2016, and they said, nah, we'll just lose to Wales instead. We're, we're fine. Oh, we don't want to go, we don't want to go to the Final Four. That just sums up Belgium. And they do have such a talented team. Lukaku, De Bruyne, Hazard, Thibaut Courtois. I mean, it's Nine-Galan. just... Nainggolan. I mean, the team is absolutely incredible. Vincent Company, Toby Alderweireld. I mean, it's it, the names go so deep, and I don't have them even... I have them losing to Colombia in the round of 16. So I'm kind of with you on that, Jackson. I, I, I have a lot... I'm putting a lot of stock in Colombia, but I'm 100% with you, with you, Christian. Who's kind of a big name? I asked this question to Jackson. I'll ask it to you. Who's kind of a big-ish name? A bit of a surprise not coming out of the group stage. Um, I like Jackson. I don't know if I can give you one in particular. And I'm I with mean, you. And I'm I, with you too. Like I don't I mean, have. The, a, there's for, not a ton of surprises because all the all the the difficult groups. There's there's not. It's because there isn't a second big team like the group F yeah, or the, group the, D, even group C. There's not or group A. There's not like a, a huge second. A lot of there's, yeah. there's no group. Of there's death. no group. Of there's death. no group of death like we've seen in years past. And I mean. I think the biggest name that I don't have going through is maybe Mexico. Yeah, I think Mexico is probably my biggest team I don't have going through. Uh, I, I, don't have even... Pol- I don't have Poland going through. I have Senegal Poland, beating Poland, them. Poland would be the biggest one for me that yeah. you don't have. I have Poland. Let uh, me see who else. I don't have – I mean, Australia, they've been really struggling the past po- few years. Poland would be the most surprising. Is calling, okay. is calling Russia a big – No, God, that team is awful. I can't even call them a big Oh, my God. But... And the other thing that I was really, really um, – that I'm really disappointed about with this World Cup is the first game is an absolute snore fest. It's what, the Russia The first game of the Saudi World Saudi Cup Arabia? is Russia-Saudi Arabia, the yeah. two lowest-ranked teams in this World Cup. Like, how, how is that possible? Yeah. Like, all the, all, all the teams for not only Russia to face – it's not like it was two years ago when South Africa's a pretty low-ranking host. At least I got Mexico, who's like a halfway decent team. A pretty bad host got the worst-ranked team. Like, that's not even, well, I mean, like, not even in the Egypt. same group in the first game. Well, let's, like, how does that happen? Let's remember exactly what's happening here. The tournament is in Russia. You know Putin had some authority on <laughs> it. Right, we're, like, we're not in the business <laughs> of conspiracy I'm, 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 I'm not going to put conspiracy, but don't you think... Russia wants to win the first game. Hypothetically, he's like, hey, let's... let's Give they, us, give us an easy they, they, one. In yeah, the they first want one. Russia to win the first game on the international stage, and so okay, they get the okay, okay. Team. No more conspiracy it. theories. I, I buy it. I, I kind Thank of buy it. I half Appreciate buy it a little bit. We're in, no more conspiracy theories. We're done with that <laughs> final episode. We may never have another episode after this. My goodness, might have to cancel it. Call this. Robert Mueller. <laughs> All right, so here we go. We're going to talk player of the tournament now, and then we're going to really dive into group by group. We'll do it kind of quickly, as I mentioned. So, player of the tournament. We'll start with you, Christian. I, I, you sent me. You've already sent me your answers to this, so I liked your answer on this. So you, you go ahead. Uh, I've got Paul Pogba as my player of the tournament. Like that. Um, <laughs> I figured Jackson would like that a little. <laughs> as man the Man United guy. fan. Um, 
So I have France, uh, spoiler alert, I have France winning the tournament. Okay. So if I, when I'm picking player of the tournament, I look at the the most important player on the championship side. And if France are going to win the championship, they're going to need an incredible performance out of Paul Pogba. And I think that he, if he plays up to his potential, he could he could make everybody look silly. I mean, he's so t- ridiculously talented, and he's been on pretty good form of late with United. He had that huge he's second He's not used properly at he's United. He's not used but... properly at United, so if he gets used... Oh, you knew you were going to get a smile out of me on that one, John. <laughs> if, if he gets, if he love gets, Mourinho. If he gets, if Deschamps uses him correctly with France, which he generally has, yeah, um, which is why he got very hyped because he had huge performances with the French national team because he's used correctly. If that continues and he has good part, I, that's an incredibly talented France squad. So it's hard to pick one player, um, but I think he's the most important. I don't think he's necessarily going to score the most for them per se, but I think he's the most important player for that France squad. And I think they're going to win. So that's why I picked Paul Pogba to be my player of the tournament. Jackson, yeah, over to you. I actually like that pick just because, well, one, he's a United guy and Pogba was, like you said, he's been in a great run of form in the second half. And two, I think France, I mean, at some point they got to learn from what happened in 2016 against Portugal. And I think if that ends up being a matchup, that's probably going to be one of, the, one of the more fun games in the tournament. But like you said, I thought similarly along the lines of who's the most important player on the team that wins it all, wins wins a tournament. And I have Neymar because I also have Brazil uh, winning it all. Pick. Because pick. Oh. And listen, I mean... With the way, just the way things ended for him in 2014, where he gets the back injury into Colombia, and then they just go down in absolute flames against Germany, I think he's going to be playing with some type of chip on his shoulder. And again, we saw him earlier in the year with PSG. He was arguably the best player in the world at that point with the form that he was in. And again, not against great sides, but this Brazil team is really talented, especially. And we know that I think they're arguably probably the fastest team in the tournament, which is so important to me in terms of who can win a World Cup, and I just I think it, this is the year that Neymar and Brazil finally break through again. I'm 100% with you, and I think the big thing is with Neymar, he's rested. I mean, he's yep. been injured for a while, but you know the day he got injured, he was like, okay, he, they were already pretty much out of the See, Champions League at that point. He literally, he was just like, he has been tunnel vision on this World Cup ever since because there is so much... He's got so much to prove after what happened in in in, his, in in Brazil. He was on his way to winning player of the tournament, but he's got to prove that he can go out there and do it again and actually win the tournament this time. I'm 100 percent all in on Neymar, and, and, and I've and I've got Brazil as well winning winning the tournament, and especially out proving he can do it outside of his home country too. Just because there was so much, he had so much behind him when in Brazil when he was, I mean. His form in the tournament was phenomenal. I mean, he yeah. was the best player. And even with the way James Rodriguez played in that tournament, Neymar, I thought, was the best player in the tournament, and it wasn't really even all that close. And obviously, the injury was devastating to him and the country at the time. But I, just, I think this is Brazil's year, and they also, I'm, I'm not going to get too much into the bracket, but they have a pretty easy run, I think. It's not the, the hardest. Finals. It's not the it's hardest. Not the hardest it's by, it's, by it's really a shame that the way the bracket's set up that if France and Brazil both win their groups, they they won't they'll meet in the semifinals. In the semifinals, the right? Yeah, I know. And I think we all all three of us probably have France Brazil in that. It, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we all have I, that. No you get a surprise. For okay. you, all right. Never mind. Never he's mind. Pick Portugal. Oh, he probably he he's probably a big is. Ronaldo. No, he I, he probably is. No, all right. Yeah. Anyway, so here we go. We're gonna start. We're gonna actually go group by group now. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. We've got. A good amount of time left in this show, so we'll really we can dive into it a little bit more maybe than I I, I had anticipated. So we'll start with Group A. 
Uruguay, Egypt, Russia, Saudi Arabia. Let's just go through who have you got going through, Christian. I've got uh, Uruguay and Egypt uh, going through. I think, I think this that's is pretty easy. Um, there's uh, Russia and Saudi Arabia are two terrible sides. I don't think Egypt's a particularly strong side, but they've got Mo Salah, so he'll score. He'll he'll pour in a bunch of goals against Russia and Saudi Arabia, and they'll go through. So when you say your teams, put it in the order that they're going to advance, because that does yeah, matter. Yeah, I've got so Uruguay one, Egypt two, and I've got yeah, that as well. I'm yeah, I'm 100 percent with I think you. That's pretty. I'm the again. This might be the easiest group to pick in the tournament. There there are a few others that you could argue, but I mean, as we mentioned, Saudi Arabia is brutal. Russia. Even though they're on their home turf and there may be some conspiracies there, he they stink. They're too, a terrible so. team. Yeah. So I, and they, I, I think they, Uruguay and then Egypt. They've also mailed it in in the fa- past few major tournaments. I mean, 2016, 2014, they were complete afterthought in in the last World Cup. I mean, they, watching, I would be stunned if they did anything. Watching of their note. games are legitimately enjoyable just because of the way they collapse in elimination <laughs> games too. It's just like it's it's comical. To I was watch. I think you're gonna say they're boring. I mean, they are really oh, boring no. because they, they're, they're they have boring. no they're, strikers. They're a boring side to watch, but like the way teams that the way teams dismantle them in big spots is just it's it's as Russia as it gets. So you said that it, it, Group A is the easiest group to pick. Probably Group B is the easiest group to pick, but like Group A, I understand well, what well, everybody's. Group B is a little more difficult to pick because picking the order of the first two. That, can okay, be that is that is true. Okay, fair. I think, I think Uruguay, Egypt is a pretty clear one, two. Yeah, I mean Mosala, and it's Mosala and everybody else. I think everybody agrees that Mosala yeah. is good enough to get the get and that, them past that Russia and to how, Saudi Arabia. That speaks to how bad Egypt is outside of Salah because they really don't have all that much yeah, outside yeah. of him. And I'm not. Even, I don't even think Uruguay is even all that good. Just it's they're the they're clearly the best team. All right, Group B, Morocco, Portugal, Spain, and Iran. Jackson, you start. I got Spain, Spain 1, Portugal 2. I just think they have the goal ten, too much goaltending to be Portugal. Christian, classic yeah. Man United bias. Yeah, so. I have. You I were have, hating on him for all the Tottenham bias, and now you're out here giving all this Man United bias. I, ahead, have, I have the same thing. I have Spain, Portugal 1, 2. I think David Hay is too good, the best keeper in the world. It's not even United bias. It's just that. He is, he is he is the best keeper in the world. That is a fact right now. I've got Spain one, Portugal two as well. I, I I'm kind of not that high on Portugal. I think they're gonna have a bit of a Euro hangover. Let's be honest. That team they got really really lucky in that knockout stage. They were not by any means the the best team in that tournament. It was France by a mile, but they just got lucky. They they played their be- they saved their best for last, and France saved their worst for last, and that's how they won that tournament. I think Portugal is definitely good enough, obviously, to beat Iran and Morocco, but I think I, I don't have them going very far. In the knockout stages. All right, Group C, we've got Australia, Denmark, France, and Peru. I'll start this time. I've got France going through, and I've got Denmark going through in the two spot. I know it's kind of a little bit of a... But the other two teams are not necessarily the strongest either. So let's go Christian next. Uh, I have got the same thing. I've got France 1, Denmark 2. Um, a theme that I'm going to have throughout this whole thing is goalkeeping. And um, I think that Denmark, um, with Schmeichel... Um, has the goalkeeping to survive Peru and Australia and advance in second place in that group. You're, you, I'm, I got the same thought process there. France is clearly the best team there. Australia is good, but I don't, I don't like their form lately, especially coming into this tournament. And like you said, Denmark clearly has the goalkeeping advantage over the other three teams in there. So I, I think this is clearly France than Denmark as well. Are you, are you guys proud of me for not mentioning Christian Eriksen? Yes. I was, <laughs> I was about to mention Andreas Christensen, so I, I figured I might as well get some Chelsea bias in there. But he's going to have – I can tell you right now he's going to have a great World Cup. Group D, we've got Croatia, Iceland, Nigeria, and Argentina. I'll go first here. I really, really, really wanted to take Iceland and put them number two. I really thought about it. 
I didn't. I went with Croatia second, Argentina first. Nigeria is also a very interesting team as well. They're definitely not a write-off. Somebody had to come in fourth in this group. I think in any other group, you might see them actually go through. I think they're a pretty solid team, but this is this is a tough ask for for the for the Super Eagles. Yeah, and I I think this is gonna this is gonna benefit this group will benefit Argentina going forward just because they're gonna get they're gonna get three tested. Tough, they're gonna get three tough tests, and like you mentioned, Iceland's probably the scrappiest team as we saw back. What in in the Euros when they knocked out England and they they do have talent there as well. It's not to undermine that, but I just think Croatia their their midfield is too strong to to lose to both Iceland and Nigeria. I think that Croatia will go through at and Argentina will be the top team as well. Yeah, I hate to you know say the same thing, but I have Argentina Croatia. Uh, I wow. like the Nigeria side a lot. I think they're going to finish third in the group. I really wish I could have picked Iceland to advance, but yeah. I just they just don't have the they. I think their Euro performance was anomaly. They just don't have the the talent. So I think we've got the exact same bracket in Group A, B, C, and D. I I, I think yeah, we've, so I think, we've. I think we're going to get some disparity now. So we've but. all got Uruguay one, Egypt two, Spain one, Portugal two, France one, Denmark two, and Argentina one, Croatia two. Yeah. Okay. And I did not expect that. I thought we'd have a couple more surprises in there. All right, Group E. Christian, you can lead off here. It's a group of Switzerland, Costa Rica, Serbia, and Brazil. Uh, I have got Brazil one. I've got Switzerland two. Okay. Um, I like the Switzerland side um, a lot. Um, I think they're unfortunately going to end up running into Germany in the round of 16, or else I think they could actually make some noise um, if they got an easier draw in the round of 16. But I think, yeah, I think Switzerland is going to go through, and I, th- I think it's going to be not particularly close. Interesting. I mean, I, I have Brazil one, and I actually have Costa Rica two because yeah, you hinted again, at that earlier. And I, I think I think their World Cup in 2014 was a little bit of an anomaly, as you guys were mentioning with Iceland back in the Euros, just because one, I, I think they had an easy draw, and two, listen, they they got they had some they had some calls go their way. They took advantage of a, they took yeah. advantage of teams that were struggling, and Italy yep. struggled in that World Cup. Uruguay, so I know the Uruguay made it through, but they really struggled mm-hmm. in that World Cup as well. And, I just, and England, all three. That was supposed to be yep. the group of death, and Costa Rica ended up winning it. Yep. All and, three of those teams struggled. And I, I just think that Costa Rica won. I think Keylor Navas has become one of the better goalies and goaltenders in the world, and he's it's gone pretty unnoticed to a lot of people. And I just I think he'll have enough to carry them through Serbia and Switzerland and get them at least... They could get. They, I could realistically see them get six points out of those two games. So, I think that Costa Rica will go through as the second team. Um, I, the, the only thing that I would say with uh, Switzerland is it's my theme of keeping of goalkeeping, and I do love Kaylor Navas, but I think Roman Berkey is just a phenomenal. He's keeper. very good. And I, think I was thinking it was Jan Samer still. No, it's no, Roman. It's, it's, Berkey, it's now. Berkey now. He's got that job. Yeah, uh, I would imagine. Zone up. I would have. Yeah. Oh, I would oh yeah. If he's, if he's not starting, then I'm gonna have to change issue. my picks. Yeah. Um, but I like Berkey. I like Lichtsteiner, um, at the back, and I, I, as much as I hate Arsenal, I like Granitjak in the midfield. Um, so I, I would take Switzerland. So I went Brazil, Switzerland as well. So Christian and I have the same exact bracket through five groups. Let's go to the sixth group. We've got Group F here. We've uh, we're definitely going to get some different things here: Korea, Mexico, Germany, and Sweden. Jackson, go first. Yeah. So pretty obviously, Germany's going to finish first in this group, and I I have Mexico just be, because top to bottom, I think I think they're more talented. And listen, Sweden could give give both teams a run in terms of Korea and Mexico. But I, I think Mexico, top to bottom, is the better team. And I think they have, again, big thing also for me other than goaltending is having a quality striker. And they have that in Chicharito, who has performed on the big stage in he the He plays past. very well for exactly. Mexico. So I, I, think that, I think that Chicharito will give them enough to go through to the round of 16. Uh, I hinted at this earlier. I've got Germany, South Korea, 1-2. Uh, um, 
to display my Tottenham bias, I do love Sun Hyung-min. I think he is the best player uh, on the South Korea, Mexico, or Sweden squad. So I think he's he's. I don't got, think anybody's arguing. Yeah, that. I, th- yeah. I think he's got the. I think he's got the firepower to get them through. Um, I don't think they're going to do much more than that, but I think uh, they're going to finish second in that group. And I'm glad. I've gone completely different. I've gone Sweden here in the second place. On paper, this team is not very strong, but we saw it on full display against Italy. That was a full team performance, and I'm very, very happy they didn't welcome Zlatan back. I was just, that, I was that's just a per- say that. That's yeah. a personal thing for me. I'm not a, I'm not, I'm very, very, I'm not a Zlatan Ibrahimovic fan in any way, shape, or form, and I like that the manager came out and said, you know what, we've got our team, we're good, thank you, but no thank you. You retired already, we, we really don't need you. And yes, would he have been good to have on the team? Yes, because he's a fantastic striker, but I'm very, that strikes me as something that they, they know they've got a special team. And beating Italy over two legs, that's, that's very, very hard to do. So I like the Sweden team. I think they're going to ride that momentum into this World Cup. Yeah, that, that, that's a fair that's a fair criticism of Zlatan, and I, I actually agree. I, I think him not being on the team as much as it doesn't help them, maybe tactically. It's I the think, Ronaldo fr- effect. Fr- I mean, look at what happened. Example. Portugal honestly looked better in the yep. final when Ronaldo yep. was out. So, and so no, I I agree. I just I think Mexico is the more talented team of the three, and I think. If Chicharito performs how he has in the past on the international level, then I, I just think Mexico will be too talented to, to go to not go through. All right, Group G. This is this is another fairly easy group. We're gonna it's Panama, England, Belgium, and Tunisia. Tunisia they haven't been in the World Cup in a very very long time. I, I always kind of see their flag and think it's Turkey's flag, but it's not. So I've got England and Belgium going through. I've got England one, Belgium two. I know. I think we all were had the same thing, but flip flopped maybe. Christian. Yeah, I've got Belgium one, England two. Okay, well you have them as your disappointing team. Interesting. Be- because I, I think they and can... you had England as your surprise team. Well, interesting. I, I and I think I think it's because uh, Belgium um, have the the talent and firepower. They to, can just to, ride to through put all their away talent. Panama and Tunisia. Once they come up against good teams. Okay. That's yeah, fair. and I think I think England at their best don't have the firepower that Belgium have. So I don't think You that, know they're gonna I think, draw I think, I think, I think it's, no go ahead. Yeah I think it's gonna be they're gonna I think honestly the result is they're gonna end up with the same a point total after the group stage, but Belgium's just going to have a better goal difference because they're going to pour them in against Panama and Tunisia. You know that England, and this doesn't really help my prediction, but you know England's going to draw like nil-nil with Tunisia. Yep. Like, you just know that's coming. They always have that egg in a World Cup. You know that a nil-nil with, with either Panama or Tunisia are coming. You know it is. So I, I maybe I will go back and change that, that I'll have Belgium first, England second. But you, go ahead. Yeah. As of now, I have England first. Yeah, no, England typically plays down to talent yes. for the most part. But I, I have Belgium one, England two, basically for the same exact reason that Christian had them. I mean, this is a team that, although they, they, they again, they don't play up to talent, which is the big problem for them. But they, though, that's a team that could, I could easily see put four or five past Tunisia with relative ease. And yeah. again, they're they're just so Lukaku is just going to bully that yep, back line. They're too talented not to. But again, I I think that is a team that's going to struggle when it comes to the round of sixteen if they make it there to the final eight as well. All right, final one. We've got Group H, and this is this along with Group D is probably my favorite group to watch. I think Group D. Has Group D has more established teams, but these are like kind of like cliche like dark horse teams. We've got Colombia, Japan, Senegal, and Poland, kind of like second tier teams, but like good second tier teams with like decent decent history in international soccer. I've got Colombia one, Senegal two. I think a lot of us or almost all of us are going to go with Colombia no- number one. What do you guys have, Christian? We'll go with you. Uh, I have Colombia one. I have Poland two. Okay. Um, I do like Senegal. I do like that squad. I think Sadio Mane is great, but Poland's got the best striker in the world. So I think that's just going to tip the balance in their favor. I think they're going to pour it in against Japan, and I think they're going to be able to beat Senegal in the group stage, and I think that they're going to go through. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to agree with Christian so much right now, but it's, I'm literally thinking along the same lines there. Poland's also a team I think could give Belgium trouble in the round of 16. Mm -hmm. I just think that they have, again, they have talent up front, and they have a good... It depends how... I don't even know how to pronounce his... I ne I'll never know how to pronounce his name. In I always call him Szczesny in terms of... Szczesny. Szczesny. <laughs> All right, that's good to know, but again... Every I, Tottenham fan's favorite. Yeah, so I, I think, I think again, he could, he can do some damage as well, but again, when you have Lewandowski, you're going you're gonna to be fine. So I think Poland goes through as number two. Colombia, as I mentioned, was my surprise team in the tournament. I think I have them as the top finisher. Lewandowski is a great striker, but he's never really taken games by the scruff of the neck when he's been on Poland. At Bayern Munich, he can do that, but at Poland, he's been very disappointing. He's underwhelmed for me in Poland, and that's why I have them fourth in my group. I just think there was, wow. there's like, there's always that one team, for example, it was Austria in the past one that was kind of like a dark horse team. People were thinking, oh, they've got some good players. Let's see what they can do, and they ended up absolutely, they went nowhere in that tournament. I, I'm, I'm not very high on Poland. That's just my personal opinion. I absolutely see where you guys are coming from. Maybe Lewandowski does go off for three goals against a weak defense like Japan, but I'm not. That's just my personal opinion. I'm I'm not very high on this Polish squad. It's one of those where he's got to come through at some point, yeah. and I, I think at this, yeah. I think this is the tournament that he finally does it. That's just my opinion. I do think I I don't want to take because obviously Senegal will be a tough out as well, and Japan gives teams trouble generally. I think in past tournaments, just watching them, they're a team that may they haven't really they didn't show up at they all. Haven't, last they haven't World shown Cup, up though. in the past World Cup, but. Again, Every time they play I, well. I think they're a team that can give people some trouble, and, and that's just, if again, they have, they have to show up. Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun group. I can see, um, I can certainly see Senegal going through. I just think, I just think Lewandowski's too much. Okay. That's, that's the only reason I have for Poland over Senegal. So that brings us to the knockout stage. All right, we are, we are at the round of 16, so we'll kind of run this run through this kind of quickly here because these are hypothetical matchups. We're not going to go like, oh, if this happens and like this this guy plays this guy, like these are hypothetical matchups. So we'll run through them quickly. Christian, go first. Say the matchup and who you've got winning. The first matchup? Just say, just run down all, all of them quickly. Okay, so I've got uh, Portugal beating Uruguay. Um, I've got France beating Croatia, Brazil beating South Korea, and Belgium beating Poland. I've got Spain beating Egypt, Argentina beating Denmark, Germany beating Switzerland, and England beating Colombia. All right, Jackson, go ahead. I mean, I literally have the same. The first four, I have the same. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I, have, I have Portugal, France, Brazil, and Belgium all advancing over the same exact teams that he just mentioned. Spain over Egypt, Argentina over Denmark, and then I have Germany over Costa Rica and Colombia over England. Colombia is like now, the surprise team. Correct me if I'm wrong. You would have Brazil over Mexico, right? Yes, Brazil uh, yeah, over Mexico. Brazil you over have, South you Korea. have South Korea. I had Brazil over Mexico. You're right. Yeah. Forgot to mention that. So I'll I'll run down my round of sixteen real quick. I've got Uruguay or Uruguay. You said Uruguay. Now I'm going to say it like that. Uruguay over Portugal. It. I've got a bit of a, a little bit of an upset there. I've got France over Croatia, Brazil over Sweden, England over Senegal. But like I said earlier, that's that's that could be one of the, a classic England defeat. And yep. they always seem to they always seem to some random team always gives them trouble. I'm thinking of like Cameroon in the 1990 World Cup. <laughs> it would be the, exactly the same kind of thing. I've got Spain over Egypt, Argentina over Denmark. Germany over Switzerland, and Colombia over Belgium. All right, so that sets up our quarterfinals. Let's say all eight of your teams first, and then we'll go from there. So who are your eight quarterfinal teams? Uh, my eight quarterfinal teams are Portugal, France, uh, Brazil, Belgium, Spain, Argentina, Germany, and England. Same for me, except Colombia replaces England at the bottom. <laughs> I've got Uruguay, France, Brazil, England, Spain, Argentina, and Germany, Colombia. And it's not crazy to go chalk because it always ends up being chalk. Maybe not in the final eight, but at least in the final four. It's almost yeah. always chalk. Yeah. Th this is like, the big teams almost always win out. This is nothing like March Madness. No, so, yeah, This no, is no. nothing even remotely comparable to that just because the talent, the talent disparity is so great on 
Yeah, I mean, on this, I, I, on this level. I'm sure looking at all my round of 16 matchups, an upset is possible, but you just can't predict it. You can't, you can't go too crazy with the upsets here. All right, so I've got, I'll start with me here. I've got France going on in the Final Four over Uruguay, Brazil over England, I've got Argentina over Spain, and I've got Germany over Colombia in the all those in the quarterfinals. Jackson, over to you. Yeah, so I, I struggled with this one for a while with Portugal-France, but I do have Portugal in my final four okay. just because they have the best player in the world in Ronaldo. Uh, Brazil over Belgium. I have Germany over Colombia with pretty pretty easily, and then I have Argentina in a rematch in the final four, Argentina and Germany. Um, I'm just a little upset that uh, you just disrespected Lionel Messi like that, but whatever. Yeah, um, I, I, I did. So... So I'm going to go ahead and disrespect your prediction. And there say was no France, sarcasm there. He's France, very upset about France, this. France walks past Portugal. France, I, no agree, I agree with you. I don't even have Portugal in the, in the yeah. quarterfinals. Yeah, so I, I, I've got France in the final four. I think, John, you and I have the same final four. I've got France beating Portugal. I've got Brazil beating Belgium. Um, that's a game that Belgium should have the talent to have it be a close game. Um, and have it be kind of a toss-up, but they just don't. Uh, Martinez is going to blow it, so I'm going <laughs> Brazil. Uh, so France, Brazil on the one side, and then I've got Argentina beating Spain and Germany beating England in a World War II rematch up. Um, <laughs> so I've got Argentina versus Germany on the other side. Okay, so that brings us to our final four. Christian and I, Christian, you and I have the same final four. I went with Brazil over France. I know you've got France winning, so you went the other way there, and I went Germany over Argentina in the other semifinals. So that, for me, at least sets up Brazil and Germany. And I know that might, might seem too good to be true, like, oh, 7-1 rematch, but I genuinely think like this is going to be the coronation that Brazil were, were looking for. And it's just, it's, so I was thinking, like, which would be too, more too good to be true, them against their arch-rival Argentina in a final or against Germany? It's very rarely an all-South American final, especially not in South America. So I went with, I went with Brazil, Germany, and I've got Brazil winning the World Cup in 2018. See, I, I went the other direction with the other type of coronation. I went with the all-South American final. I have Argentina exercising their demons over Germany in the rematch of 2014. I just think, again, the second-best player in the world in Leo Messi. <laughs> that was Salah. On top. No, absolutely. <laughs> that was Paul Pogba, the second-best player in the world. No, I'm, I'm not that disrespectful <laughs> to King Leo. but And then I have Brazil over Portugal pretty easy. I think that's just where their magic runs out, unfortunately. And then you have... The all-South American final with Argentina and Brazil. And you've got Brazil winning, correct? I do have Brazil winning it all, okay. with yeah. Gonzalo Higuain missing at least two. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not again. Oh, oh my goodness. That would be so bad. Um, so I've, I've got um, France over Brazil. I've got uh, Germany over Argentina. So another World War II rematch with France and Germany in the final. And I've got uh, France winning that. So you've got France and who in the final? Germany. Sorry. Okay, and then France it would be the all-South America third-place game between Brazil and Argentina. Okay, interesting. So our finals are different, which I, which I like. I've got Brazil-Germany in the final. You've got France-Germany. And he's got Brazil-Argentina. He's got Brazil-Argentina. So our final fours are almost identical. You've got one team different, but... Yeah, like we like we were talking about before. There, there's not that many upsets who so can't really go I crazy. Think, there always is. There always is a couple things though. I mean, there were a couple. There were two really surprising teams in the in the. I don't want to call it the Elite Eight, but the Final Eight in the last tournament. Yeah, and I I think if this ends up being the Final Four, the France, Brazil, Germany, Argentina, that's going to be a really fun Final Four. Oh my Even goodness, if Portugal's yeah. in there, it's still going to be fun with the third best player in the world there on Portugal. Um, <laughs> oh my um, though I, I would I would like to point out that the easiest prediction that anybody can make for this tournament is that the golden boot will be Thomas Muller. He's going to score a billion goals because he always does <laughs> for Germany. Uh, in the World for Cup, Germany yeah. in the World Cup, he's he's ridiculous in the World Cup. On, as a final note here on Germany, is 
is Manuel Neuer going to be back in time for the no World idea. Cup? Even if he's fit, do you? If you're look Yogi Low, do you play him or do you play Ter Stegen? I don't. You I can't think, play him, can I, you? I think he's reigning Golden Glove winner, but you can't play him having see, not played all year. See, he's so great that I think you have to try him, but look, in the group stage. But look it, at what happened with. Casillas in Spain. He got benched by Mourinho that year in twenty in the twenty thirteen twenty fourteen club season. He would ha- he was awful in that tournament. Yeah, and I th- I think I think Ter Stegen's good enough um, that if they don't want to risk it with Neuer, that they'd be okay. I think they should absolutely go with Ter Stegen, Jackson. I mean, I, I think they have to try Neuer at some point because wow. okay. listen, and listen, okay. and, and no, listen, that's fair. I, no, and I listen, think... John, it, it might only be for one game in yeah. the group stage, but. He's the best. He was the best goal in the world by, and it wasn't really even all that close. When healthy, got, he still but, might be. Before, I mean, we haven't seen him. Yeah, in a while. I, w- I would. I would say try him against Sweden. But you, uh, I mean, okay. it, it would be they would regret at least not trying him, and especially if Ter Stegen, if they lose because of a mistake by Ter Stegen, Germany's going to really. The, the, thing, gonna, the thing that Germany has going themselves. for them in this regard is that they've got a ridiculous back line. So yeah, like such a strong defense. So yeah. I I don't think it's it's and again I don't th- I, like the the down even if there is a downgrade from Neuer to Ter Stegen, if you don't want to take the chance with Neuer, I don't, I don't know how I big th- of a gap that I, is. I, Ter Stegen's I, really good. I, Ter Stegen's really good. I don't th- I I don't think there's a huge gap, but even if there is. If anybody's going to have the back line to cover that gap, it's going to be Germany. Yeah, I would that, 100% that is fair. But that. again, I you were talking about the back line. Boateng's health has been kind of a question all year, and he got he got he might not he, be he back. Got bang, he got banged up against Real Madrid in the first leg. So there's there are some questions. Yeah, but I, I like and their again, depth at they have back, the, I mean, they have depth. They they have like they could Sula. field they could field like four I even teams, like... <laughs> and they would be better than most. <laughs> I even like true. would be better than most of like these other countries' first teams. I even like Rudiger. He's been he's been on pretty decent form for Chelsea, and I think he he could be a good replacement for Boateng. Strong physical. Yeah, Rudiger. Center back, Rudiger. He's uh, he's, he's got it. some he, pace on him. Yeah, too. and b- having that pace on him would would have him fit in well next to Hummels, who does not quite have that pace. He does not so have as much in, pace. Yeah. One guy I want to hear from from Germany at this World Cup is Marco Royce. I feel like yeah, I, I he's missed I out. On, he missed out on the last one. I mean, I and the one guy I you're gonna hear from is Leroy Sané. Yeah, you have to yep. imagine. Yeah, I, just, I feel like I haven't heard Royce's name in like three years since he those his re- rumors to Real Madrid or even Bayern Munich were kind of squashed and he was stuck at Dortmund. I just I want I I've I've been a big Royce fan for a while and I just I want him to somehow or even some way just. It kind of exploded the World Cup, and, and, yeah. and the, the more I think about it, looking at this Germany side, I have a really tough time seeing them losing to anybody, including France. But I, I'm going to stick with my France prediction. Okay, fair enough, boys. Unfortunately, my time on the podcast has come to an end. Graduating just in very in a very short period tier. of time, <laughs> it was single tier for me, Christian. But anyway, it was a fantastic time working with both of you guys. I'm glad of this podcast has worked out as well as it has this year. These guys are our, our two leaders for next year, so Christian Christian and Jackson will lead the podcast next year. And I know for sure that I'll be listening, so you guys better keep up on it. I know sometimes we're a couple weeks in between some episodes, but I want I want weekly uploads. All right, boys, come on now. You got it. You got it. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening, everybody. This is John Furlong for the final time, signing off on WFUVFC.